What up, doe everybody? Welcome back to Daily Upside. Super excited to bring you guys another episode on sports cards, the sports cards market, and my overall investment strategy. Today, we're starting off with some NBA news. The Golden State Warriors came out and said they're planning to like do tests for all home games, and they're going to allow 50% of their fans to you know fill the arena. I thought that was pretty big news. I mean, obviously, this is happening because Golden State just built that new arena. They need people to be in that arena. And I think it's crazy they're going to be able to test at this level. They have a test that's like 99% accurate, and they're going to have people inside of their arena. I think that's great for sports. I think that's great for sports cards. And it just kind of further like solidifies my investment in Stephen Curry. I think the Warriors are going to ball out next year. They're going to have fans there. They're going to be on TV. It's just going to be like old times. And it's just really a Cinderella story, a coming home story. We've seen the Lakers win a championship. We've seen the Clippers kind of put together a, a really solid team. You know, it's not going to be a cakewalk for the Warriors like it used to be. But I think getting back to like Warrior basketball, like Steph and Clay, it's just going to be a great show. Kevin Durant, he was there. He was fun. They really didn't need him. You know, I feel like they could have just did their thing and, you know, really had their chemistry going. And and now we're just going to get back to that. I'm, I'm really excited to see Stephen Curry kind of just take over. You know, that's one thing. We don't really criticize him too much for that because, I mean, it's Kevin Durant. But, like, you know, him not winning a finals MVP, you know, that's going to be something that's going to hunt him, you know, as he gets older and, and later in his career. And I think now is the time for him to kind of go grab one of those and just shut everybody up. I'm not, I'm not sure why why this high school player is uh on my on my screen right now talking about the Warriors. But uh, fun fact, uh, you know, I am in Michigan and they went against Imani Bates and apparently this kid bought out. But anyway, yeah, if you guys want to read this, I'll leave the link to the article down below. Um, there's just a lot of it's a lot of words, but pretty much what it's saying is that there's going to be some home games and, and, and people are going to be allowed back in the arena. So I'm excited for that as I do plan to maybe attend some games um, outside of that here on Bleacher Report. I'm not sure what this is. Outside of that, we have some NBA news uh, with Aaron Gordon, big Aaron Gordon fan. I, I really hate that he's just down in Orlando rotting away with all his talents. I would be excited to see him move. If, if he, Depending on what team he goes to, I'd even say it might be, you know, might be a good idea to pick up some Aaron Gordon cards. I think I think he's a great talent. I'm really shocked that he just hasn't, you know, performed better than this uh, while in the league. But when you look at his stats, I mean, they're, they're still pretty solid. Like, you know, 14 points a game, seven rebounds, three, three to four assists. I mean, he has all the potential in the world, and he's just a bigger Zach Levine, you know, in terms of his uh, market potential. So Zach Levine didn't get a lot of respect, and now he's starting to get that respect. We're starting to see his cards shoot up. And if Aaron Gordon goes to the right team, I I think the same thing could happen for him. Like, could you imagine if Aaron Gordon went to Golden State or if Aaron Gordon went to uh, the Miami Heat? You know, I, I don't know where, where his options are, but they are looking to trade up and uh, move into the lottery. So that could be an option. I might, I might pick up a few Aaron Gordon cards just because they're so cheap. So I thought I would share that with you guys in case you wanted to do the same thing. I mean, he's 25. He can hoop. He can dunk better than almost anybody. He can shoot the three. He can run the floor. I mean, he has all the talent in the world. So excited to see what happens with him. And a lot of teams are, are looking to trade and move up in his draft. There must be some players that we don't know about because everybody seems to be kind of rehauling their lineup with this draft in mind. With that being said, the Dallas Mavericks, they're not looking to, you know, move up in a draft. Um, I'm assuming they're going to be trading their draft pick as they're looking to add a third star. Uh, we talked about Zach Levine earlier. If Zach Levine goes to the Dallas Mavericks, I am moving to Dallas. Like, I'm already a Dirk fan. Uh, that, that was my guy back when I was younger. 
Dirk Nowitzki, Mavericks fan for life, just ordered his jersey. If, if Zach Levine goes to the Mavericks, I'm moving to Dallas and I'm buying Zach Levine cards. Um, if it's Victor Oladipo or Spencer Dinwiddie, I watch from afar. But yeah, they're looking to add somebody, you know, another scorer. It, it's a little shocking to me that they're looking for a, a ball handler. Um, I don't know how, how, how good any of these guys are off ball. You know what I mean? So that's going to be interesting. I, I'm not really sure if this is the proper fit for them. Yeah, I like Zach Levine as a player, but, you know, is he going to be a good off ball guy? I don't know because we need Luca to have that ball in his hand. So these particular guys they listed are weird. But basically what this is saying is that Dallas is looking to win now. And I think that's going to bode well for any, you know, Luca investor or honestly, any Porzingis investor. You know, I think the Dallas Mavericks have a good young core. They got some good role players. If they can bring in a third star, I don't see why they couldn't compete with the likes of the Clippers or the, the Brooklyn Nets or the Los Angeles Lakers. So we'll see what that happens um, from this list. You know, Victor Oladipo seems to be the most realistic, but, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, if you're holding some Luca cards, this, this should be some good news to you. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie would also be a really good fit, but I don't think he'll have the same impact as, you know, Oladipo or a Zach Levine type player. So, yeah, still some trade rumors. We're getting closer to that draft day, guys. We're about, what, seven, six days away. So things are going to be happening pretty soon. But, yeah, that's kind of the NBA news for the day. Not not a lot going on. Just a, just a bunch of rumors that you guys already heard. You know, Russell Westbrook may get traded. Chris Paul may get traded. Uh, is James Harden going somewhere? You know, we'll find these things out within the next uh, coming weeks. But let's get into some sports cards. We saw last night that the 2018-19 Donruss Optic Hollow of Luka Doncic actually hit a new all-time high. So, yes, for those of you who are like a little negative on the market, you're like, oh, it's kind of down. Is it going to come back up? Cards are hitting all-time highs. And just like I predicted, it's these special, like, you know, rare or limited cards. Um, people are going to want these cards. I mean, for this to be the Luka that hit all-time high, you're watching this on YouTube. Like, look at this left to right centering. Like, it's not that great. I mean, it's super thick on the left side, super thin on the right side. So this is the all-time, you know, high Luca, And obviously we're talking about base Lucas, not, not graded or anything. Um, so I remember I had this card, you know, <laughs> I had this card. I, I sold it for like $600 and I was like, I'm rich, babe. I'm, I'm paying the rent. So yeah, um, just interesting to see this. I, I think this is something that I kind of mentioned yesterday where I was talking about hobby boxes and how they may go up and, you know, how these cards need to go up. I mean, right now, a, a box of, uh, where is it at? A, a box of optic recently just sold for $2,077. That's for 2018, 19, uh, Don was optic. That's a hobby box. And yeah, if, if, if we're paying $2,000 for a box, the car, we like the high car we're pulling needs to be more than the box. You know what I mean? If you're pulling a Luca hollow optic, it needs, to, that needs to be the lotto. It needs to be worth double the price of the box in my opinion. So you know, maybe that's a little dramatic, but you guys know what I mean. So, yeah, fun fact, this box actually hit a new high yesterday. And again, this was just a testament that, you know, boxes might be good investments. I mean, this was like a $300 box when it came out and now it's a $2,000 box. So for those of you who are a little weary on which player to invest in, you're not sure if you should grab this guy or grab that guy. Maybe you want to grab some boxes and, and that's the safe investment. So, yeah, Optic doing pretty well. I'm assuming that if a, if a select box sold, it would do just as well. And same with Prism. And, and that brings me to look at these boxes again. Again, we talked about 2018, 19, and I take a deeper dive at, you know, into them. And I was just blown away by how high some of these prices were. 
but there's also some pretty good deals on there. I think this uh, downward stairs fat pack is a pretty solid deal. I mean, I think those are like $9.99 at the store and they're 35, you know, online. So, uh, you know, a, a 3X markup isn't too, too bad considering the overall state of the market. I think Chronicles is a pretty solid deal. Um, there's just way too many Luca and Trey Young rookies in that box. Like, I mean, I thought that when I was buying Chronicles, I remember I went to Target and I bought like 15 boxes of these, like these little hanger boxes of Chronicles. They were $10 a piece. And I, I opened them all. The, the plan was to hold them, but I opened every one of them. I was like, I, I need to see what's in here. And I think around like, like hanger box four, I pulled like a Dennis Rodman, like auto patch. And I was like, I got to open the rest of these. And I got some really sick cards in there. I got a Devontae Graham gold number to 10. Obviously, Devontae Graham wasn't like Devontae Graham at the time. But yeah, I mean, you get 30 cards in this little hanger and like you get a crap ton of Luca and Trays and whoever else explodes from this draft. And, you know, same with the hobby box or whatever. And a lot of people are kind of hating on Chronicles like, oh, it's not a great product. I've always been a fan of Chronicles. If you've been a long time listener of this show, you know, I've talked about Chronicles. A lot of us don't understand that the future potential of what these sets can be. Chronicles might start off as a, a set with a bunch of throwaway cards, but then it might be a set where it has a prism update. If, if Panini keeps putting prism updates in Chronicles, Chronicles is going to become legendary. Like it's going to be the update set and everyone's going to go back and buy the old Chronicles, even though it doesn't have those updates. They just want to have like that nostalgic, you know, that, that's what collecting is about. So I, I think 2018, 19 Chronicles is a good buy just because like, even if the price deteriorates or whatever, you, you get a you get a shot at pulling all these Luca rookies and, and what other box or pack can you say that in? If, if 10 years from now, if Luca's the face of the NBA and you have a, a sealed box of Chronicles and you're like, hey, you're probably going to get about three Lucas in here. People are going to want to throw money at that. So just my opinion, you know, there's other boxes, other things to invest in. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the Chronicles and I'm also a big fan of the um, Encased. Encased is a little more risky. But, you know, the fact that I can get a graded autograph Luca just seems like a good deal to me. So let me know what you guys think about that. Um, I'm still doing some research, still still doing, you know, pulling some numbers. And, you know, once I kind of get a, some more information, I'll come out with a more, you know, structured blog post for you guys showing you what I found. So if you signed up for the premium membership, be expecting that in your mailbox pretty, pretty soon. Now, I mentioned this yesterday, but for those of you who don't know, every day I send out a newsletter telling you about some of my favorite picks you know, just on eBay, you know, these are some cards that you might want to look at some cards that you might want to buy. Um, this is the BGS column. This is the PSA. And we had some some pretty solid cards in yesterday. Um, one of them was this, you know, Donruss optic checkerboard of Trey Young PSA nine. I thought whoever grabbed this grabbed it for a steal. Um, I think this is a super rare card. And I think the PSA nine like the, the that really hurt it, you know, right now. These are really hard to grade. I don't know if you guys ever had a checkerboard card, but they tend to not grade that well. They're like up there with like hyper prism or, you know, whatever it's called in terms of grading. So whoever won this, kudos to you. I think it's going to be a great card for years to come. And I think you're going to, it's a solid investment with the PSA 9. So, you know, I was, I was talking about that yesterday, how we kind of sleep on PSA 9 cards and we think they're not that, you know, valuable. But 10 years from now, if Trey Young's like Steph Curry 2.0, that's going to be a good buy. Maybe five years, 10 years might be too far. Speaking of Trey Young, we also have his Prism rookie, which is still trending. You know, it's it's selling for 566. I mean, I see it hitting 565 pretty soon, maybe $600. So, you know, Trey Young's getting a little bit of buzz. Um, yeah, cards are going up, guys. They're not 
that, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to put a lot of money into some of the big players and some of the big cards and, and these are trending upwards. So I always kind of look at Trey young and, and Luca for that matter, just kind of see where the hobby is at. And it's looking pretty bullish. I mean, this was a eleven, twelve hundred dollar card about a month ago, and now we're kind of seeing it hit those that that, that fifteen hundred mark, and probably pushing its way to two thousand as the season uh, commences. Especially if like the Mavericks pull off some insane trade, or you know how Mark Cuban gets down. So we'll kind of see how that happens. And I, I think it's really good to keep an eye on these. Keep an eye on these. See how they're trending. See what they're ending at. Um, there's a lot of these in circulation, you know, a lot of these in circulation. So if everyone's ending at $1,500, that's, that's the state of a healthy market, in my opinion. Now, getting back to some of the auctions, we talked about upside auctions. Uh, funny how I mentioned this yesterday, Revolution BGS9. I was talking about Michael Porter Jr. and his select courtside silver and how everybody's sleeping on it. And then I was like, hey, if this is a galactic card, it would be it would be out of this world expensive. And you know, we had one of Jason Tatum in yesterday and it ended at $3,000. That's an insane amount of money for BGS9. That means that this is a 9.5 or a PSA 10. This could be close to a, you know, six, $7,000 card. So Tatum's obviously one of the, the young bright spots, you know, within the league and, and the potential future of the league. So whoever won this card, I'm sure they're super happy. I'm not going to lie. I, I put in a bid on it. I didn't win. It's all good. It, it went a lot higher than I thought. So yeah, beautiful card. And this this goes back to what I was saying. Is Galactic a good sealed box to pick up? I mean, if we got if we got some of the cards going for three thousand dollars, but you can get the box for you know two hundred and fifty dollars or let's see how much a galactic box is, box is from 2017-18. I picked up some for some giveaways, so I know they're not that expensive. Revolution, revolution. I probably passed it, knowing me. It's just amazing how you'll search for something instead of just typing it in out of, out of pure laziness. Boom, there it is. So yeah, I mean, a 2017-18 Revolution Hobby Box is $300. Meanwhile, we got we got Jason Tatum over here, you know, going for $2,839. Will you pull over a Jason Tatum? I don't know. But there's a good chance that you might. Or, or actually, there's not a good chance that you might. But you know what I mean? It's a lot of fun. So it just, it makes me think about this kind of stuff. You know, I think these are some solid things to look into. And yeah, if you guys haven't picked up a Galactic yet of your favorite player, you might want to do so. If you don't know about Galactic and you, and you need more information, hit me up on Twitter. I'd be happy to, you know, help you out, join the Discord. They'll be happy to help you out as well. But yeah, a lot of money. Cards are going for a lot of money. Last but not least, I also want to touch on this uh, John Morant select courtside. Um, I'm, I'm watching a Trey Young courtside right now. And it's hitting a new all-time high. I think right now it's at 1225 with about a day to go. Previous all-time high was like 1150. So, you know, I was kind of watching this John Morant just to see what it did. And it ended at 311, which is a pretty solid price point. You know, if it was a BGS 9.5, it'd probably be closer to $1,000. So this, this makes a little bit of sense to me. Um, courtside's a play, guys. You know, I'm looking at maybe picking up something of John Morant pretty soon because I really like him. I'm starting to like his gameplay, his tenacity. You know, he's one of the few players in the league that has that fight. Um, do I think he's going to be a, a, a potential superstar? I'm not really sure. The league's really guard heavy. So it makes me it makes me wonder, like, who's going to go to the All-Star game? Who's going to be the fan favorites? But yeah, I do like John Morant. So thinking about picking something up of his. And uh, I think this is a pretty good card to grab. Some solid subs there. This could be like a PSA 10 potentially. You know, they don't really care about centering too much, although they are a little bit rough on the surface. But yeah, just something to think about here. And, and, and this will make sense why I'm bringing this up in a few. But yeah, if you guys want to get the upside auctions or the morning bins or everything sent to you every day, 
definitely check out the uh, newsletter. All you have to do is go here. I'll put the link in the description as well. Type in your email address and then you're good to go. So with that being said, I do want to get into today's morning bins. You guys will, you know, see this newsletter attached with this, uh, this episode here. And yeah, we're looking at courtside again. So I brought that John Moran up for a reason because here we just have a PSA 9 Jason Tatum courtside sitting for 475. I mean, PSA is, is a little more value than BGS. That John Morant went for 319, but yet we got this, you know, PSA 9 of Tatum just sitting here with the best offer option. So it's safe to kind of say that that's a pretty solid deal. Uh, the PSA 10 of Jason Tatum recently sold for about $1,500. So to get a PSA 9 for a third of the price really does make sense to me. If you guys want the full analysis on that, again, definitely sign up for the newsletter. It'll all be in there. Um, and I'll kind of tell you why I think this is a good play outside of the information that I just gave you. Next up, we do have a Chronicles card of Trey Young. Again, I'm just big on Chronicles. They're super limited. People are kind of buying them, using them, and guys like bike spoke cards and tossing them around. There's about 54 of these PSA 10 in circulation. And, you know, I, I think if Trey Young pans out, this is going to be a card that people can kind of go get and, and get it at a budget. So, yeah, this is never going to be like a thousand dollar card or anything of that nature, but it's something that you can buy now for 75 bucks and maybe flip it for $150. I mean, how often can you get a PSA 10 rookie card of, of a superstar for, for $75 or an, an all-star? Let me not make anybody upset. Yeah, but for 75 bucks. I mean, I think that's a safe, solid investment. And with these being so limited, it might be a collector's item. Collectors might want to grab these and that might push the price up to 225 or 250. Um, you know, we've seen it happen with Luca when I talked about it last year. And I think it's just going to happen with Trey Young as well. Last but not least, we do have a base of Kevin Durant. This is just a black, you know, rookie um, or the true rookie, I should say. I think these are pretty rare and just pretty slept on. This one's obviously not in the best condition, but might be something that you might want to look into. I'm not sure like how you guys buy raw cards or how you trade them or, or how that works for you guys. But, you know, if this, this could be a nice collector's item, this could be graded and maybe get a PSA seven or eight. And, and that could be something that could bode well um, years from now, as there's not too many PSA tens of this card to begin with. So again, just thinking outside the box here, looking at some of the circulation, using the market cap method. If you guys haven't picked up the market cap method, definitely do so because it's going to help make a lot of these things make sense. You can find it down in the link below. And yeah, you know, so sometimes you got to buy raw cards and they're not going to be in the best condition. And you got to be okay with that PSA seven or that PSA eight. And you have to understand that, you know, three, four, five years from now, that might be sought after. So let me know what you guys think about these plays. Don't forget to head to the High Upside Show. Check out the newsletter. Don't forget to check the market cap method out, guys. This tool will help you, you know, really just, you know, take your, your trading to a new level. It, it's how I make most of my money off sports cards. It's how I kind of determine the sports cards. And it's really just giving you like the, the inside thoughts to like what I'm doing over here how I'm getting these plays and how I'm figuring out, you know, different things to pick up within the market. So if you haven't picked it up already, definitely do so. That link is also down below. It's a really, really great tool. And I honestly think it's going to change the way we pick up sports cards. That's it for this one, guys. Let me know what you thought about today's episode and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.